At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host out here in Las Vegas. Your other host today, back on the program from Denver, Colorado, James Salinas. James, what's going on? We are, uh, it feels like we're in Las Vegas East, in a sense, when it comes to the weather. It's not only this hot out here, and I know it's relative when we're talking <laughs> about how hot it is in Vegas, but man, it's been over 100 degrees every single day this week, so we're setting records out here when it comes to weather, and I yeah. think we're also setting some records out here when it comes to folks getting engaged in sports betting. I, I tell you what, uh, yesterday, uh, one for the ages, all that plus money out there, all the underdogs uh, cash in, whether it was hockey or NBA playoffs, uh, just incredible. So let's get right to it. Uh, big show. Uh, we're going to have Scott Hastings on the program, member of the 89 Detroit Pistons Bad Boys Championship team, uh, to give us some perspective on the big man uh, in t- today's NBA and certainly these, uh, his perspective on what he's looking at and what he's noticing in the NBA playoffs right now. Uh, so let's get to that. Game six, we got the Nets and the Bucks tonight, James. Uh, phenomenal performance um, by Kevin Durant. 48 minutes. Uh, he really uh, just took the team on his shoulders, handled everything. Spectacular. As we get to game six, a win or go home situation for the Bucks. it should be a good one. 
thinking about Durant, that last game you talked about in game five, and we know he's clearly capable of doing that and needed to do that because Kyrie Irving was gone and out with that angle injury. And yeah, Harden did come back, but he is definitely nowhere close to 100% out there on the court. He is not ready to get out there and compete, especially at this high level in the playoffs with everything on the line. So it had to be Durant and a spectacular game from mm. KD. 49 points, 17 boards, 10 assists. So not just putting the ball in the basket, getting other folks involved getting on the defensive glass as well having to play both ends of the floor for a full 48 minutes Pritch and I think that's the key there that last game was all 48 minutes absolutely he no rest for him outside of TV timeouts he was on the court for every minute and was having to really because of Harden's status Harden was back on the floor he played a lot of minutes too Pritch 46 minutes on the court but he definitely is not himself he couldn't beat anybody off the dribble the step back's not there you saw all of his shots very short rimmed just legs are not there for Harden so game six coming up tonight has to be on the shoulders again of Durant Pritch but you figure they as much energy as he had to expend in the last game on both ends of the floor for 48 minutes what does he have to put out there tonight in particular because this is not a winner go home situation for the Nets because they won that last game it is for the Bucks. but here having game seven knowing full well that the Nets have game seven in their back pocket at home on Saturday if needed if necessary just wonder what kind of effort collectively we're going to see out of both Harden and Durant from the injuries perspective for one with Harden and then Durant what how much did he leave on the court in that game five yeah you know Durant great point to James I mean Durant uh, all 48 minutes I mean entire game and the effort that he had um, yeah it's going to be interesting to see what he has tonight for sure uh, Harden I, I think he might want to redeem himself if he can I mean that's that's a prideful guy uh, uh, James and, and he's one of the best scorers out there so I wonder how he's going to attack this game too we saw this game open up minus three and a half is up to minus five and a half for the Bucks at home so maybe betters are looking at that desperation angle there for Milwaukee even some sixes out here, Pritch. Wow. I see a number of sixes out here in favor of the Bucks. So uh, the line is definitely ticking in the home court favor here for Milwaukee, and the total's ticking up too. I saw it around 218 earlier today, and now it's up to 220. I see a 221 out here okay. in Colorado. So money coming in on the over and money coming in on the Bucks. At least that's the way the numbers are moving yeah. in favor of Milwaukee here. And I just feel like, yeah, for this game, I, I'm not going to get involved because this is kind of sometimes I'll do that with the series, and I'm all I'm every which way in this series so I did take the Nets in or I did take the Bucks in six lost that one uh, for a unit but I still have the Nets in six plus 400 and I have the Nets in seven plus 350 so as long as the Nets win the series I'll be coming out plus money but right now with their injury status I don't think we're going to see Kyrie not playing tonight don't know and kind of doubt that we'll see him in game seven if ne if needed and then from Harden you mentioned Harden mm -hmm. Pritch and, and redeem himself for one but when your legs aren't there I mean all the heart and all the effort and the energy you want to put forward yeah and the competitive the competitor that he is and the pride that he'll show from having such a poor performance one out of ten in the last game oh for eight from three and you saw a lot of those shots were short because he really couldn't get off it doesn't have the legs there so he is nowhere close to 100 percent. so he he'll have all the the will to want to get out there and redeem himself. I just don't know if he has the legs to get it done. And in this case here, if this game does end up turning sideways, Pritch, I'm wondering uh, from the coaching perspective for Steve Nash, knowing you've got game seven in your pocket, in your back pocket comes Saturday, how many minutes do they actually start to put out there in case this game starts to get away from uh, that's a
a great point. Uh, again, there, uh, plus the crowd there in Milwaukee, they're going to be at a fever pitch to you. The energy level is going to change for the Bucks. I'm sure, I'm certain of that. Um, what about Giannis and, okay, his ability to score, we know that. He's been doing that as well in his series. And then Middleton, he's been showing up and, and being productive as well. I mean, do you see the adjustments needing, needed by the Bucks uh, more offensively or more defensively in this matchup? Defensively on that side, well, obviously just for Durant, and I think you got to limit his touches. Mm-hmm. He, Durant not only was able to score the basketball all over the floor, shooting threes as well, uh, and getting other folks involved with the 10 assists, but I think to this point, too, he got he had a lot of free throws. He got them in foul trouble as well. He took 16 free throws. It was 13 out of 16 from the line. And P.J. Tucker, who had been doing a pretty physical job on Durant, well, I don't know, was it some home calls that were there in, in Brooklyn making sure that that series was going to get extended a little bit longer? Five personal fouls for Tucker. Giannis fouled out. Uh, so their front line had gotten a trouble. Middleton had four fouls as well as Lopez. So the starting, their starting front court here got in a lot of foul trouble now will the whistle be as favorable to the Brooklyn Nets on the road in game six Pritch this just smells like a seven game series to be here and I and I think from from the defensive side yeah if you're going to make some adjustments you got to try to limit his touches so you're not you shouldn't be helping off Durant tonight wherever he is out on the court he's not going to bring the ball up and facilitate wherever he's out on the court you should be in a deny position and try to limit as many as many possessions as he gets touches and or when he does touch the ball that the shot clock is running down and doesn't really have a whole lot of time to create. Right. You, you, uh, betters didn't waste any time, James. Uh, minus three and a half, that opening price right there. Uh, uh, never mind the hook. Uh, got quickly bet up minus five and a half right now. I, I'm not going to chase that. I don't think. Maybe look at some in-game opportunities, which I, I should have did yesterday. Uh, prime opportunity. But uh, I did like some of the line movement we, we saw in some of those games. We'll get to that real quick. But, um, you know, staying on this game, uh, James, uh, when I look at Giannis and the fact that he's called out, and, and we'll get into this with Scott Hastings too, because I got to ask him, uh, like, does he have a killer instinct? We know KD has. I mean, the guy, 48 minutes and what he did. But I wonder on the other side, uh, anybody on the Bucks uh, with a killer instinct in your opinion? Thinking about Giannis, and he just doesn't have the same skill set that – that KD does. He can't shoot the ball from the outside nearly as consistently and and shouldn't really. That's not his strong suit. His strong suit is to to get to the basket, get into the paint, and utilize that strength, his size, his athleticism to get his shot up over any defender. That's that's his strength, but it's Mm -hmm. really more so one-dimensional. When you talk about KD, he is probably one of the toughest matchups in, in the NBA because he can score at all three levels. He can create a shot from anywhere out there on the court, whether it's the, uh, the, the the blow by to get to the rim and finish at the rim. He'll play with his back to the basket when necessary. He has the mid-range game, and then he can get his shot up over anybody off the bounce and be able to create his own three-point shot, step back. He just has – he's so versatile that way. And where for Giannis, he is just so much more one-dimensional where we've seen it. We've seen it throughout the different playoff series this year and last year where you try to lay off and play off. You know he wants to drive, cut off those driving lanes force him to be a, a jump shooter, not so much a three-point shooter, but force him to be a jump shooter, and that's where he's out of his element. So I don't know if the the, the drive or the, the killer instinct isn't there for Giannis. He's okay. a competitive guy out there, but just doesn't have the same ball skill. Not that most <laughs> players do in this league because it's a special player when we're talking about the ability to score from anyone on the court in Kevin Durant. And to think he's coming off um... – 
a pretty severe injury too, the Achilles. Uh, uh, and this is what Kevin Durant's doing uh, advanced years in his career too. So, I mean, it, it really is incredible. Uh, Jonathan Von Tobel is also going to be in a program uh, a little bit later on, uh, in addition to Scott Hastings, as well as Lou Finicaro, uh, all on the program today, jam-packed. Uh, James, let's get to the Clippers and the Jazz series. As we see that one, the Clippers now lead 3-2. Uh, plus money situation, as we started the show yesterday, uh, we be- I believe that line was around seven. Um, it got bet up to minus eight throughout the show early, early uh, for that tip-off, late 10-10 tip-off Eastern. Uh, and it closed at minus eight there for the Jazz. But here you go with the Clippers, a, a solid defensive performance, kind of neutralizing the three ball and causing turnovers for the Utah Jazz especially in the second half when you're talking about the three ball. I mean, the Jazz, I think, then the Jazz have 10 made three-pointers in that first quarter. I mean, they were absolutely on fire, and they and we know that they have the capacity to do that, to to share the ball. They're the type of team that it's not about their touches. It's It will make the good, will pass up the good shot for the great shot and make that extra pass. And when they get in that rhythm and you got that home crowd behind you, yeah, they were knocking those down. But really, it was in that first half in particular, it was Paul George keeping the Clippers in it from the offensive side to try to match, not that he's matching the three-point barrage that we saw from the Jazz, but I think he had, what, 22 points in the first half and just being able to be an answer when they needed one so that the game didn't just become so lopsided and just complete runaway for the Jazz and then other players stepping up in that fourth quarter for the Clippers to knock down some shots. In particular, Jackson again Mm -hmm. had a big fourth quarter. We've seen him rise up in a few games in this series as well as the Mavs series, and then the defensive side. I think that was the bigger piece, too, in that second half. Better better rotation on their closeout to shooters, Pritch, and then here's the, here's the and we're seeing that. We see it with every team. The Clippers, massive injury with no Kawhi Leonard, and same thing on the other side with the Jazz. Now, we haven't seen Conley for the entire series, so what that's done is it's put the ball in Donovan Mitchell's hands each and every possession. So not only as the key scorer, but also the playmaker to facilitate the offense. Lana Energy expended there and also Mitchell is not healthy we've seen we saw Mitchell when he's healthy we saw in the playoffs last year not only be able to shoot the ball from deep but be able to get to the rim and above the rim to finish he's not doing that right now he is clearly favoring that ankle and I think not only the fatigue of having to facilitate the offense each and every possession because Conley is not on the floor but then you know that's going to affect shot selection but I also think his ankle is limiting him of what he can do he's not blowing guy blowing by guys off Mm -hmm. the bounce like he has in the past and now he's starting to settle and then he feels like everything's got to be on his shoulders and then you see in that affect his shot selection not only getting further away from the basket are his shots Pritch, but the when you're shooting and in the course of the offense, a lot of quick shots on offense from 25 feet plus, not getting any kind of flow. That definitely impacted the Jazz second half as well. I know those habits right there. Now, when you're knocking down threes, which they did, they uh, converted a lot of three-point shots. Uh, not enough, obviously, but because of the turnovers. I mean, at home, you turn the ball over that many times. I mean, I th- that's concerning to me uh, looking at the Utah Jazz right now. And then it's not like for Mitchell, his ankle is going to get any better. And I don't know if and when we'll see Mike Conley at all. And even when Conley does get on the floor, hamstring issue. This is a hamstring issue he's had for the last couple of months. And obviously it flared up during the Memphis series. And he has not been available for the last couple games against Memphis and now hasn't been available for this entire series. And they've had had the advantage. They got up 2-0 and come back home feeling like, well, we can still keep 
Conley on the bench will win this game five, in particular with Kawhi Leonard out. But for the Clippers side, uh, great defensive effort all mm -hmm. the way around in that second half to do a better job on those shooters and closing out and really force Mitchell uh, to try to play hero ball into bad shots. You know, he took 19 shots. 14 of them were from beyond the three-point arc. So that's telling you right there, Mitchell just doesn't have the giddy-up. His, his ankle is not healthy for him to not only get to the rim, but be able to finish. Underdog was everywhere. How about the Atlanta Hawks in Philly uh, catching seven points? They get the, the win, James, 109-106. Uh, people are suggesting that the, uh, the process, the 76ers, you're choking right now. When you blow it, what did they have, like a 24-point yes. lead late in the third quarter? Just thought they were going to cruise and going to coast and just continue to just feed Embiid. Now, Embiid's been dominant in the series. We know in that the game uh, what, the game four did not have a great game with his knee the way that it was, and it clearly impacted him. We knew it was going to impact him at some point in the series and, and is still hampering him, and it's going to continue to hamper him through this series and if they are able to advance through the remainder of the playoffs. But it's a lot of standing around and watching for Philly. And then I think that's the thing we see with with basketball series, Pritch, as the series go deeper. You'll see the strengths of teams. You'll also see the weaknesses of teams. And right now, it's the it's the 76ers' ability to be able to shoot the basketball, in particular Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't even want the ball. He had four shots in that mm -hmm. game last night, four out of 14 from the free throw line. So you know it's clearly in his head. He can't make free throws. Now he doesn't. It's affected his ability to even try to make any plays out there on the floor, getting to the rim. Four shots collected in four quarters when you got to have this game. And then the last piece was Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris had played pretty well up through those first four games, but last night, complete no-show from Harris. It has to be for Philadelphia. It has to be Harris and the consistency for him to score the basketball because it can't just be Embiid, especially for the fact that Embiid is banged up and nursing that that torn meniscus in his knee. Yeah, that has to be uh, bothering him big time right now. Looking at some series prices, the Hawks in seven. Uh, if they don't get it done in six, it's plus 375. The fact that they beat uh, the 76ers on their floor uh, in game five. Um, okay, game seven. I, I tell you what, if we get game seven out there at 76ers, uh, plus 375 for the Hawks to win it, it's pretty attractive right now. I, I, would, I would look at, I mean, thinking about the Hawks having to go on the road to win a game seven. Yeah. Now you need your veterans to step up off the bench. You saw that last night from Gallo and Lou Williams. They had big, they had a huge game last night, the two of them combined. I just typically don't like to back the road team in game sevens, okay. but in this case here, all the advantage to the Hawks, the momentum on the Hawks, the confidence with the Hawks right now as well. Absolutely. Underdog was everywhere. We're going to get to more locations for underdog for sure. But coming up next on the program, uh, which is a better bet in the NBA playoffs? We figure that out. Coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Have that state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. Uh, James, figuring out the better bet, NBA playoffs. Here we go. Uh, I love this exercise, by the way. Uh, Nets, Bucks under, minus 110, or Kevin Durant over 34.5 points, minus 120. Keep in mind... The under in this series is four zero and one. Uh, let's make it five zero and one here, and we'll go with the Bucks and the Nets under. And that number is going up. I like. I, I think we said I saw it earlier around two eighteen ish, and I see some two twenty ones right now, at least out here in Denver, or Colorado. Money coming in on the total, continuing to go up. So if, if you're looking at betting that under, at least out here, the way that it's continuing to shade towards the over here, you might want to wait because I think here, the, I think the question mark, not that Durant can't pull it off. We saw pull, we saw just a, a completely dominant game right. from KD on all on in every aspect of the game, not just scoring the basketball with the 49 points, but the rebounds, the assists, et cetera. But the 48 minutes played, mm-hmm. to me, that's a concern. Not that he's banged up. He's healthy. He missed quite a bit of time with his leg injury, too. But he's healthy out there now. But it, it, it it's a quick turnaround. You're going back out, traveling back out on the road. Now you're going into the Milwaukee environment. Well, yeah, I don't know if you're going to get quite as many of those calls in Milwaukee like you did 
at home in Brooklyn. That puts you to the free throw line 16 times there, Bridge, as well. <laughs> and if this game starts to get away from them a little bit, obviously the urgency is going to be on the Bucks winner go home scenario for them. But if if this game starts to get away from the from the Nets a little bit, I don't suspect even if we even if it's a competitive game, I don't think we're going to see 48 minutes out of Durant again. So that's where I'll not that he can't go over, but I like the under in this matchup uh, to a better degree because there's so much on the line in particular for the Bucks. Yeah, you know what, James, that last game in Milwaukee too, that pace uh, about 103 possessions uh, per 48 minutes, uh, a little bit more than what we saw the last time with KD. I think they were right around, uh, I want to say 95 possessions in terms of pace of that game, and yet he still went off. Uh, but you're right. I mean, the fatigue, uh, that's going to be a factor. Uh, and, and plus, I don't know, I, I think the Bucks will have a plan uh, to kind of slow him down. They, they must have a plan in order to get this game, get this victory. Absolutely. You have to. You right. have to do. He, he is the focal point of the offense, even though we know Harden is coming back and will be the distributor, the facilitator there. Try they you got to you got to try. We saw Tucker do it, especially at the games in Milwaukee. Be as physical as he could with Durant. Change up with some size with Giannis out there on him to at least have the size. You can't stay with him off the bounce, but can stay with him and and utilize the size to try to contest shots. Uh, but the bigger piece here too is deny him the ball, limit his touches, and or when he does actually touch the basketball later in the in the play clock or the slot clock when it, he doesn't have as much time to try to be able to make moves based on the. A certain matchup. So, yeah, I think the focal point for sure is going to be the Bucks from a variety of different players matching up with Durant tonight. All right, let's figure out the better bet between this one. Uh, these two, Jazz to win series versus the Clippers, James, plus 135. The Sixers to win a series against the Hawks, plus 150. Uh, which is a better bet? God, I don't want anything to do with the Sixers right now. Just from the the, the mentality of where the Sixers are at, mm-hmm. I mean, that's I think the difference. The Jazz, the Jazz, the thing with the Jazz is they can shoot themselves in and shoot themselves out of games because it is going to be a three point three point fest for that team. And then when Mitchell does decide to play with his teammates, that's really what was the difference in that first half. He was sharing the ball, facilitating. Guys were getting the extra pass and getting clean looks, seeing those the the ball go through the net here. Uh, so I think I, I'd go with. The the Jazz, I don't like how they lost that game last night, but I go with the Jazz here in this sense. Even though they are banged up, Conley probably won't be back. We know Mitchell's not healthy. It's the psychological damage that I think might have been done to the Sixers, not only from last night's game, dumping the big lead the way that they did, but they also dumped game four. They had every opportunity. They had a double-digit lead at halftime in game four mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Could have took a stranglehold on that series winning that game. Couldn't make the plays down the stretch to finish out that game. Just don't like where the collective mindset is right now for the Philadelphia 76ers, and it's going to be a tough environment to go into Atlanta, who's got nothing to lose to have to go win on on the road to keep your season alive. I think the better bet would be the Jazz to win the series. All right, I like it. Uh, underdog was out here in Vegas big time, uh, James, as we saw a big hockey match uh, take place, and the Canadians are going back home feeling pretty good. Lou Finicaro, point spread weekly contributor. He's going to help us out with hockey. He's next.
Baseball season is in full swing, so it's a perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VSIN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on vsin.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today, and happy to bring on to the program Lou Finacaro, uh, Point Spread Weekly contributor. Lou, how are you? Doing great, Mike. Always uh, a pleasure to visit with you and James on these Thursday afternoons. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to have you, Lou. And uh, this time we're going to talk some hockey Uh, out here. Big game, game two. We saw underdog appear and the Canadians get the victory three to two. Outplayed the Knights in that opening period. Uh, The Knights only had four shots on goal. Incredible. Um, I know some people that cashed that ticket too, Lou. I don't know if you participated in this game, but uh, that aspect and as well as your thoughts on the series right now. I thought that if there was a a time to bet the Canadians and if they were going to win a game, maybe two in the series, that game two was going to be critical. Teams falling behind 0-2 in playoff series realize a 14% success rate. So when you go up 2-0, you win 86% of the time. And uh, Montreal couldn't let that happen. They played their best hockey game. It was great to see. I ap- absolutely was on the Canadians. However, l- let's not mistake one really good game with any kind of series uh, domination. Uh, Montreal looks good. They played good. We'll see what happens up there. Look, all the Knights have to do is split up there to come home and have home ice advantage for the best two of three. Lou, so you just mentioned home ice advantage, and we're thinking about. I've been thinking about certain arenas where there is a home ice advantage or or a perceived one. We we're talking about the the Vegas Golden Knights. It seems clearly like T-Mobile is an advantage for the Knights when they play on home ice. Not sure what we'll see out of the Canadians because they've been very limited with their advantage. But what about tonight's game with the Islanders and coming back to Nassau for Game Three? To me, this is clearly a home ice advantage. As the playoffs have continued, we've seen less and less restrictions, more and more fans in the stands in favor for the Islanders. And I think they really feed off this. Now, this team sitting right now was, they were plus 125 at some spots. I'm seeing it tick down. I'm seeing some money coming in on the Islanders tonight. Can you talk about the home ice advantage if there is one there for the Islanders at Nassau? And then with Tampa rolling in, series tied 1-1, how do you see game three rolling out? In any home situation playoff hockey, you're going to have Roush's fans. However, in the last 10 years, it proves out numerically that home teams are about 50-50, which means if you're taking a road team with a big plus number like Montreal last night, uh, over the course of time, you're going to be making money that way as opposed to believing that there's all this advantage in the home teams. In fact, this year, home teams... 36 and 34 going into tonight's game. That's surely not dominant. And while Nassau Coliseum is going to host its first semifinal game since 1993, let me lay a couple of these out for you. This year, Tampa Bay, 5-1 and one on the road. As a franchise in their playoff history, 52-32 and 32 on the road in the NHL Stanley Cup tournament. 
They're six and one all time on the road against the Isles. Their coach, John Cooper, went to college literally across the street from that stadium. And he has taken terrific pleasure in going back there and being dominant against the Islanders when he goes there. Now, the fans are going to be there. It's going to be a great setting. But you have to look at which hockey team is the better hockey team. And I believe in both series that the team with the more depth, the heavier team, the team with the more talent and speed is Tampa Bay on one side, Las Vegas on the other. And I'm convinced that's who's going to meet in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, looking at Tampa Bay minus 132, uh, Lou, in this game. I mean, uh, they are the defending uh, Stanley Cup champions. The pedigree's there. Uh, Trots on the other end, uh, some pedigree with the Islanders, too. But uh, injury concerns with uh, Varley. Uh, obviously, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they have the goalie advantage if Varley is banged up. Uh, Vasilevsky, uh, that guy's been incredible so far. Yeah, I, mean, I think they're selling that Varlamov might be a little bit off because he came back in that last game. Uh, for the Islanders, really, what I'm more concerned with is is the two defensemen, Pollock and Pellick. Okay. Uh, if those two guys can get back on the ice against, because they're going to be at home now with the last change, Trotz is going to send them out against the Kucherov line to try and neutralize them. Then it's going to get into a game of second, third, and fourth lines, and I think the advantage is Tampa there. Mm. Lou, so thinking about as the series progress, how involved do you get in finding alternate series prices or adjusted series prices as series continue? And now that we're down, in a sense, to the final four, have you gotten involved in any other type of adjusted prices with either the the Lightning series coming up tonight against the Islanders and or the Vegas Golden Knights, who before the series started were basically a $5 favorite? Right. I, my best trick is to come back on the favorite after they lose game one, and the Knights did not accommodate us because they won game one, so I'm off of that series. However, uh, the Islanders did accommodate us, and rather than have to take Tampa at a minus 280 or 300 price for the series, after game one, when they were down one nothing, uh, when they were, yes, when they were down 0-1, I should say, they came at pickup, minus 110. I jumped all over that at that point for the series as well. I took Tampa plus 300 for the cup at that point. I tell you what, uh, it's been spectacular so far, Lou. Uh, the playoffs, uh, having hockey here in Vegas is incredible, but uh, the playoffs in general for the NHL, uh, is, they've been off the charts. Uh, I hope your continued success, uh, and thanks again for your time today. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, good luck, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, guys. Uh, absolutely. look forward to that uh, because this hockey uh, playoff situation of Final Four, James, uh, again, very, very uh, exciting, uh, also profitable. Uh, I've been profitable, and I'm happy about that. I, I kind of tend to go the way that Lou talks about, too, whether it's a series price is fine in that, that team that loses that game one, get a better adjusted series price, and or these dog situations. I didn't mm -hmm. play last night, but definitely if I was getting involved with last night's game, it would have been the Canadians with the bounce back spot here. As far as this game going tonight with the Islanders, the money coming back, it was plus 125. It's now sitting at about plus 115 for the home dog. I'm still leaning toward the home dog here with the Islanders because I really do like that team when they're playing in Nassau. Yeah, they're plus 120 out here in Vegas. Uh, five's a total in that matchup as well. When we continue to program, uh, we're going to come back with uh, NBA prop shot. Uh, player props coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sign up with BetMGM and turn a $1 wager on the Bucks or Nets into 100 if either team hits the three. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up with the King of Sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan. New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. Uh, James, NBA prop shot. Uh, I love these. Uh, big game, crucial game, six, win or go home situation for the Bucs. Uh, that's when your superstar has got to show out. Now, we know KD uh, leads away 34.5 points, 10.5 rebounds again, um, three and a half, uh, three pointers there as well. Uh, we talked about this already a little bit. He might have fatigue uh, in his legs uh, after that performance, 48 minutes, but still it is Kevin Durant. 
Definitely Kevin Durant, hard to go against him, especially after you saw the game that he put out there. And you know he's fully capable of pulling a game like that out on any given night. And also in successive nights, or in this case, alter, successive games for them, even though they, you know, it's 48 hours later. But the travel involved, the amount of minutes that were put on the floor in that game for Durant and the facilitation that had to go in. He played at not only passing the basketball with 10 assists, the rebounds, hitting the glass for 17 boards, just a lot of energy expended on every single possession throughout those 48 minutes as well. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd probably stay away from Durant tonight. I wouldn't want to bet. I, I don't want to bet against Durant, but just in case here, just feeling like, yeah, you're going to have to see a concentrated effort out of Milwaukee to try to limit his touches, make him shoot further and further away from the basket. Now, he also had a lot of free throw attempts in that game five mm -hmm. in Brooklyn. I don't know if the whistle is going to be as favorable for KD on the road in game six. And uh, do, does the NBA, would the NBA love to see a game seven in Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So I, I'd probably be looking at, I'd probably skip past Durant, but looking at Harden, Harden. here. So Harden's numbers, his legs are not there. His, mm -hmm. his, he can't, he's clearly nowhere close to 100%. And if Kyrie was healthy, we may not have even seen Harden play in that game five the other night. So here, I'd probably be looking to go against Harden. Maybe not so much the assist. We know he does facilitate the offense when he's out there. He's going to have to do that again tonight and defer the ball because he can't put it on the floor and be able to create create shots for others off the bounce, nor can he really it didn't see him being able to have too much of a step back. And when he did, it was short. Pritch, he was one of 10 from the floor, 0 of 8 from three. So I think I would look there with Harden. Okay. Two and a half made three-pointers. I don't know if he gets there tonight because I just don't think, number one, a little bit of the rust, but more so his legs aren't underneath of him right now. Mm -hmm. So to say he's going to go knock down three of those, I say no. Yeah, I hear you. I'm right there with you on that one. How about Blake Griffin? Uh, he's at uh, 10 and a half points. He's got his hands full, James, uh, defensively. Um, but yet he seems to be okay. I mean, last time out in Milwaukee, he had eight points. Uh, there, um, but you're seeing his minutes kind of elevate a little bit more, uh, his presence on the court, certainly, but uh, I don't know about that one. I, I, I kind of want to play him under, uh, but yet they might need him tonight. They're going to need him, but definitely yeah. going to need him more so on that defensive end to get okay. up there and continue to try to do what he can to limit Giannis and how much energies does that take. Now, he had 11 shots, was able to – he took three out of six. Half his shots basically were from the three-point line. Is he going to – are you going to count on him to make those again tonight and or even have those opportunities tonight? Maybe the opportunities are going to be there, but going on the road here for for Griffin, yeah, the minutes he was about – he's not 29 minutes the other night. Just not sure what we've seen because we did see Green get a bulk of the minutes mm -hmm. because he was – Scoring the basketball, seven of eight, especially early that first half, knocking shots down was huge and clutch. But I think looking past him, I'm going to further down the list, looking at Milwaukee, I think we see a big game out of Drew Holiday tonight scoring okay. the basketball. He doesn't have to deal with Kyrie for one. And now, yeah, I know Kyrie got hurt in that game four matchup, was not out there in game five. But anytime you got to guard Kyrie, especially because he was having to be the lead facilitator, that'll take a lot of energy. And you got your hands full having to stay in front of Kyrie when he's bringing the ball all up possession by possession not having to deal with that here maybe we'll see him on as far as holiday concerned maybe they'll boost some some spot movement on defensive possessions on harden and on on occasion but i think holiday gets more of a free reign here tonight and doesn't have to expend as much energy on the defensive floor and can utilize that to get to the rim and get to the basket and score the basketball here i think he's going to look to be aggressive and need to be that third score for milwaukee to keep their season alive Drew holiday sitting at 18 and a half points i like the over there 
Okay, he was two of seven from three-point land, too, if you're looking at that prop, uh, anybody out there. And then Holiday had 14 points last time in Milwaukee. Um, Giannis, we, we know his prop. I mean, he's up there at 33.5 points last time out. In Milwaukee, 34 points. Uh, I, I, I want to see, I, I see that killer instinct emerge. I don't, I don't know if it will, though, uh, for Giannis, uh, James. I think the aggressiveness will be there. It's just the matter of his ability. Where is he getting his shots on the floor? Mm-hmm. Where are those coming from? Not to start the game, going to be aggressive. We know this from the Bucks. It's it's all or nothing for them tonight. But as the game continues, does he start to does fatigue, does fatigue start to settle in? Right. And does he start to shoot the ball further and further away from the basket? Too many question marks for me. If anything, I'd, it, because he has the ability to score at the rim and he shot his free throws a little bit better the other night. Hit four out of seven. So for mm-hmm. him, that's that's progress. <laughs> I, I don't want to go against him because he's going to have to have the big game. Yeah. I, I, the killer instinct, I think the, the intensity will be there. The competitive pride will be there, but the ability to score from all three levels does not have that. Where's he getting his shots from? I'll wait to see that tonight. Um, look, if your nickname's a Greek freak, you better not be tired. I mean, you can't be tired in game six, winner go home situation. How much is how much energy is he expending on the defensive side? Right. I think that's the key tonight because it's how are they going to rotate different defenders? Because we're going to see different defenders match up with Kevin Durant, and so it's not going to be just Giannis each and every time down the floor. They'll rotate. Tucker's going to take that assignment on early. Does he stay out of foul trouble? How long can he stay out on the court? Does PJ Tucker and or rotate the size and length on occasion to to throw a different look at KD? I think it's just the defensive side. How much does he have to expend? and how does that take its toll on the offensive side? Because ultimately for Giannis, when he's getting his offense going, he's the one that's facilitating it, catching, you know, getting the ball around the top of the key and being the one to have to put the ball on the deck and drive and be physical. It takes a lot of energy, Prince. Yeah. And then the intensity of the moment also takes a lot of energy too. Well, we are loaded in hour number two with basketball. Uh, former NBA player Scott Hastings, a member of that 89 Pistons team that won a championship, uh, get his perspective, current analyst as well. And JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA expert, all up coming up in hour number two. How about baseball, uh, James? Because I got some would-you-rather questions for you uh, when it comes to betting baseball. Uh, bet the A's plus 800 to win the AL pennant. Or Giants, 10-1 to to win the NL pennant. To me, it's going to be the Giants and the Giants. Just thinking about the the stand, where where the National League stands right now, and we know the Dodgers will be there towards the end as long as they're staying healthy. The lineup's pretty banged up right now, but those guys, we had a long season to go. Does their pitching staff stay healthy? Unlike a lot of other teams, and I think that's what we're seeing from a lot of other teams in the National League. A lot of injuries going around right. out there, and and so just not as to my in my mind, not as many contenders in the National League to get to the World Series. I think we're starting to see the Padres and all the all the hype and hoopla around them, all the money spent on that team. That's a team that's pressing right now and not hitting the baseball. And a team like San Francisco love the veteran leadership on that team. You know there's a handful of holdovers from those World Series winners of a handful of years past that are there. And they set that clubhouse right for some of the younger players on that team. This is how we show up and perform each and every day and each and every night during the long baseball season. So I favor the Giants here. The other part, too, thinking about it, a lot more contenders to my mind in the AL to get to the Ameri- you know, get to the World Series. But when it comes to the trade deadline, who's going to be the buyer? Now, not that the A's are going to be sellers, 
but ultimately they're always there. You know, we know their financial situation. They right. just don't have the capacity to shop. They don't get to, they have to shop in the bargain bin. They're a blue light special <laughs> team when it comes to, to trade deadline, Pritch. And if San Francisco, they're going to be buyers continuing to play as well as they have. We know they'll be able to go and fill some holes, whether it be in the rotation, more likely in the rotation for them once we get to the to, closer to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. That's where I'd be looking at the two. Which one I'd rather go? I'd rather go with the Giants than the A's. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on uh, that Washington Nationals situation to see if they are going to be sellers. Uh, there's some yeah. interesting parties over there, in- interesting pitchers anyway, uh, that teams can use. How about this one? Tampa Bay Rays. It's incredible. They're here again, James. Uh, the Rays to uh, win the AL East is plus 115, or um, the AL East uh, to win the pennant uh, plus 120. I, it's uh, Thinking about the Rays, I mean, what's going to happen to Glass now? My assumption yeah. is he is going to be done for the season. That's a killer. I mean, he's, he's the ace of that team and now out on the 60-day IL, but more than likely done for the season. I'd rather favor the Rays to win the East, however, than the East to win the pennant in mm-hmm. the American League. Just thinking about the Rays, they still, the, the pitching, the, as far as the starting go, Rich Hill's been incredible for them. How long will that sustain? But the bullpen's great as far as the Rays are concerned. And then just looking within the American League, where are the Yankees? I mean, what a disaster the Yankees have been so far this season. Treading water where they're at, always flirting around 500, not stringing hits together and not hitting the ball over the fence as much as they'd like to. And and some of the uh, pitchers on that team, as far as the uh, st- sticky stuff goes, I wonder how that's going <laughs> to impact some of those pitchers on that ball club too. Uh, the Jays can hit the baseball, but they got definitely got a lot of holes in, in their rotation. So to me, it's a two-team race between Tampa and the Red Sox right. as opposed to uh, the other other teams trying to get to the trying to get to the World Series because really I, I look at the Astros that lineup I like the White Sox and what they're doing right now and how well they're positioning themselves to get to the World Series I'd rather go with the Rays to win the AL East than the AL East to actually get to the World I Series. hear you I mean the Yankees uh, they're seven back uh, they're over 500 the, the Blue Jays they're at 508 and a half back uh, in that division, AL East right there. When we continue to program hour number two, uh, we're going to update you on the leaderboard for, from the U.S. Open as well as get to NBA basketball playoffs. Scott Hastings, he joins the program. Let's come up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.